everyone. Welcome to Coffee Clutch Connection. Definitely, it's going to be a great podcast. You know what? If you're scared to death about talking about death and dying, you need to be here because we're going to try our best to normalize it. Um, Coffee Clutch Connection is born, actually, Clutch, um, which means a social gathering, especially for coffee and conversation is uh, a result of uh, my sister who a couple of years passed away and uh, she was encouraging um, the three sisters that were remaining to uh, get together and have a coffee clutch. And when she said clutch, we kind of just looked at each other and was like, what's that? And being an avid Scrabble player, she, uh, she taught us that clutch was getting together for coffee and literally just having a conversation. And I thought back to the, to the years of my youth, um, most of the conversations and the really good conversations happened around a table. And uh, being that uh, we're in the world that we're in, and I just thought, you know what, this is a perfect opportunity to create a table within this podcast, pour your favorite hot coffee or tea or what have you, hot chocolate, um, grab a pillow and a blanket and find your favorite spot and just share in on this conversation. A little bit about me is uh, I'm a nurse, an end-of-life doula, and most importantly, I'm a wife and a mother. But throughout the years, I've had some really interesting conversations, and I've been at the bedside of those completing their physical journey here and moving on. And, and there's just been some, some wonderful moments and there's been some not so wonderful moments. And, and, um, whenever I'm asked what I do, and I say that I'm an end of life doula, I get that deer in the headlight look, um, like, how could you do that? But you know what? We're all going to get there. None of us are going to get out of here alive. So we might as well bring back death and dying into our normal conversation and hopefully take the fear out of it so that we can become friends with it. and We can build a relationship around death and dying and we can plan. There's nothing wrong with planning. And, and uh, when I educate and go out and speak and or meet with clients, one of the things I say is let's do this while we're healthy because literally there's been times when um, I've been involved with a situation where we're waiting for an ambulance and I'm having hard conversations in those minutes prior to the ambulance coming. And that's not the time that we need to be doing this. We need to be doing these conversations and having these advanced care planning conversations and that when we're healthy, and you know what, age doesn't matter. You often see a lot of pictures and they show the older generation with somebody like me as a doula. But you know what? Every one of us, no matter our age, needs to have these conversations. And believe it or not, if we look to our children, they're the ones that can just express so many things when we're in the journey of a grandparent or a mom or a dad. Um, and I'm sure throughout this, the, the episodes of this podcast, we're going to hear some of those stories. And you know what? We're going to hear stories from our elders too. And then we're going to hear stories from from us in the middle. And uh, I just, I welcome you to reach out because I'd love to hear your stories 
as well too. So being an end of life doula, and you're going to ask me, what is that? The end of life doula role is actually a non-medical role. And when I became an end of life doula, I was just thinking just because of where I was in a family practice and seeing people that are given a life limiting diagnosis walk out and just that whole um, gap that's between that moment and entering the medical world and all things beyond, there's a real gap. And we do have a really good uh, medical uh, world in here where I am in Alberta, um, Canada. And, um, but you know what? I just felt that there was this void. There was this gap that I needed and I could see um, where I could be a benefit to people um, to help navigate that whole, pro- that whole journey. Um, not only just the, the navigating the medical world, but the emotional world. So that's where we come in as end of life doulas. We're that non-medical role that offers supports to journeyers, the one who is dying and their family members. I do a lot of education as well around um, advanced care planning um, and just that, that holding that space for these folks. You know, I'm, as, a, as an end-of-life doula, I'm that person who I'm there emotionally, but I'm not emotionally attached. So people can be really vulnerable with me. And that's the beauty. You can allow people to express their emotions because it is such an emotional time. I had one client say to me, and she's going to be on one of my um, podcasts coming up. She said to me, what I love about having you in my life is I don't have to protect you. When we have our loved ones are journeying, there is also a sense of protection that they have with their loved ones. And they guide us, they beautifully guide us. But this person who you'll meet, she she said to me, she says, I don't need to protect you. And you know what? Because there's a lot of emotions through this end of life journey, and especially with a potentially life limiting diagnosis, that people, there's anger, there's sadness, there's like disbelief, there's denial, there's all this, all these come at us and at them, and we can be there for them. And that's what the beauty is of having an end of life doula. Now, there's many in this role, and they have different specialties, I find, but I thought I would just be a navigator, but boy, have I come to learn that there's so much education out there. There's so many people that do so many great things, and we just want to make your journey as beautiful as possible. We, we and I advocate that we get this done sooner. We end up, we, we make our plans sooner than later. We make them when we're healthy. We've got to make them when we're healthy because oftentimes, and just recently I lost um, a, a childhood friend just suddenly and with no planning. And it, it's, it's not his fault, their family's fault. It's just how we are as a society. We leave our family members 
struggling. And in amongst their grief, they have to put plans together. And if we can just have our plans already for our loved ones, they, it's a gift. They can see, um, they can, they can be in their grief, but you've had it all. You have all your plans all planned out. And that is a gift to your loved ones. So that's like, that's where I, my focus is a lot, um, especially right at the moment. But, um, I find that opening the conversations is, is, and can be very difficult because people don't want to have those conversations. But I also find when I stop, I step out and be vulnerable and share an experience that I've shared, I find that people start to open up and we have some incredible, incredible conversations. So coffee clutch connection. We're just going to normalize this conversation around death and dying. We are going to be vulnerable. We are going to have everyday people on here and we're going to welcome your comments and your input. And I'd love to hear your stories you know, it's just that this needs to be beautiful. And we have no idea when our time is up, but it's a gift that we can give ourselves and our loved ones when we are able to have these conversations, when we are able to plan um, our end of life wishes. And we can just move forward and we can live because you know what, you guys, we're alive until our last breath. So I look forward to reaching out to each and every one of you. And I thank you for being a part of the conversation. I thank you for being vulnerable. 